you guys. Welcome to the first ever podcast with my boss, Patrick Paolini, who's the GM of Fox 5 here in D.C. And I'm Sarah Frazier, longtime contributor here at Fox. So yesterday we taped our first ever podcast and we talked about D.C. schools and the D.C. school chancellor. We wanted to give you a note that he actually resigned yesterday after we recorded our podcast. So when you hear that conversation, just know that update and enjoy. Um, Patrick, this is okay. I was actually going to start this. I was thinking about how we we're going to start it, and I was like, "This is amazing that I get to have a podcast with my boss." So I was like, "Oh, be bad." Wobbly editing it out right away. I was like, oh, maybe that's too strong to start. Um, but anyway, no, we wanted to do this podcast because you guys know me. I've done the Key Card podcast. I've done the Mansion Murder podcast. I have my own pop. Patrick, I have too many damn podcasts. I know. But we're actually doing a podcast for you. We are. We do not have a title yet, but we're we're working with some things, so we're open to suggestions. You can email both of us. It's Sarah at HeyFrage.com. It's Patrick Paolini at FoxTV.com. TV.com, correct. Uh, so if you have any name suggestions, great. But this is really, Patrick, about you. Why do you want to have your own podcast, and what can people anticipate that, that we're going to be talking about over the next several episodes? So <laughs> I'm not sure why I want to have one. I think it's dangerous. Oh, no, real, no, no. I, listen, I, um, as you know, I'm a, I'm a news junkie. Right. I mean, I run a news television station, but um, my opinions. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, well, okay, yeah, no, go ahead. Listen, so, say, so, think- so, listen, I tweet a lot, and I touch a lot of different subjects uh, on Twitter. And, um, you know, I went to a party on Saturday night and um, a dinner party and someone said, oh, my God, I love your tweets. I love following you. And I didn't even really know this person. So and, and maybe not- P.S. Maybe that's what we should call it from Twitter to the mic. You because know what? people I like that. from Twitter to the mic, because you really are. That's really what started. And some this. people say, "Oh, as a general manager, don't you have to be careful?" Yes, I do. I, I can't just tweet out all my random thoughts, or I probably would get in a lot of trouble. But I I do think about them. But I do feel that um, I'm I'm not in news, right? Um, even though I oversee a, a station a operation, uh, but I'm close to news. And you know, listen, I think at, at you know, everyone says um, at this time in our history you have to you know be be involved, and um, I do agree with that. But um, I also don't agree with a lot of the stuff people are saying. So, you know, I put myself out there a little bit, which which is good. Um, but but I'm thoughtful. I'm not. You know, I don't. I think about them before I send them. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And maybe rewrite them. Well, I think you're reasonable and you've given some examples. You know, obviously I've, I've worked with you for a couple of years and um, some of the employees here, but I think when issues come up, you know, you're always the first person to turn to a lot of your anchors and people that work in the newsroom to get their opinions. Well, and I try to give them a different perspective. So, mm. you know, and I said this, so as a general manager, I think part of your responsibility is to be a viewer, be a super viewer all the time. What are we saying? How are we doing it? From, from watching our, you know the technical um, success of the show to to the content to the format to the style to the tone everything right now you know I got to be careful how I do that because as a viewer you don't have the great thing is as a viewer I could just email my news director <laughs> and say what are we doing here <laughs> which I do very very often but so, so I'll give you an example so you know last week, the school chancellor of D.C. got into some hot water 
over asking the deputy mayor to help out his daughter yes. uh, with the lottery or to circumvent the lottery. And now this goes back to Kaya Henderson did something similar for somebody and obviously she was leaving so it didn't become as big of a deal as it is now. Everyone's asking for his resignation. Um, which we could debate that. You know, he did break his own policy, by the way. But at the same time, what I said in the newsroom this morning, just an hour ago, was the, to me the bigger news story is why DC has a lottery. Oh well, that is a good question. The reason they have a lottery is because most of their schools are not good, and they're failing. Uh, Wallet Hub just ranked them in 2017 as the 48th school district in the country. Only West Virginia and Louisiana rank behind them. Okay? Yeah, you're totally right. And Antoine Wilson is the guy. Antoine that Wilson, correct. Is, is who they're He's asking the school chancellor to resign. Several people have come forward. So far, Mayor Bowser hasn't asked for his resignation. But you're right. Like, why is it that D.C. has such a hard time? I mean, they've had a resurgence in business for the last 15, 20 years. Taxes are at an all-time high. They say the surplus is at an all-time high. They're spending more per student, I believe, than any state Mm. in the country. They want to be a state. Well, you know what? Then fix your schools, right? And just some background. So Antoine Wilson's daughter was at Duke Ellington, right? That's, that's where she was given her first lottery. Antoine Wilson has only been D.C. school chancellor, what, a year? Not even, I don't think. Then it sounds like his daughter was having some issues. issues. at the school, wanted her to go to Wilson. He asked the deputy mayor for help. The deputy mayor circumvented the lottery, got the daughter into Wilson. It obviously became a big issue. Now, he did break policy. He broke his own policy. He knew the rules and... I, I do think society right now, social media, include you know, with, with social media, we're way too quick to ask for somebody's resignation. People make mistakes. Yeah, that's a good right? point. His daughter comes from Oakland, California. She's in high school. She's struggling yeah. at a school. He's the school chancellor. Maybe he should have raised his hand and asked for permission or some exemption or something. Maybe followed the process right. a little bit better. But should he resign? I don't know. You know what? I think we're way, way... Everyone needs to be fired and... I mean, enough. These are people's lives. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did. He uprooted his entire family. The guy's got, you know, obviously bills to pay and, you know, a job and all that stuff. So everyone's, you know, wants to fire everybody so quickly. But what's your theory that uh, you think it's been so hard for D.C. schools to get on track? Listen, it's not easy. I think they probably waste a lot, a lot of money. On uh, what? On teacher pensions or infrastructure public unions, um, you know, I'm, I'm just mismanagement for years and years and years. Right. And listen, parent involvement, poverty. Listen, I'm not saying they should go from 48th to 1st. Right. I mean, listen, I, you know, I worked in New York City. Schools still struggle. Philadelphia schools struggle. Baltimore schools struggle. So I'm not saying it's a, it's a, it's a fix that should happen overnight. But my, the big, But my point is that we should be asking that should a kid's future be dependent on a lottery? And right. my answer is absolutely not. So, and I'm not saying every school in D.C. is going to be an A-plus 
school. Right. But let's take the F's to C's and the C's to B's and the B's to A's. And I think our kids will get a little, and, and maybe people won't be circumventing the lottery. Yeah, no, that is fascinating. And the lottery never made sense to me because isn't the whole idea, I mean, a kid that lives over in Northeast could come to Woodrow Wilson High School in Northwest, but it's like, I guess they have to provide bus service, they right, do. to get the kid. Well, I'm not that's sure. That's a long you know, way, th- though. That's a good question. I don't know. I, th- I do think there's, they do, t- you know, the, they'll take the metro system and, but Listen, New York has a lottery, and you um, know, I, f- I believe Philadelphia has a lottery. So it's not uncommon, but I just think as a society, we should be asking, how, you know, let's make the school systems better so they don't have to. Uh, what do you think will happen? Do you think, Antoine, the pressure will be there to resign, or you think he'll... I don't know. Bowser's tough. Bow- you know, Mayor Bowser, mm-hmm. think, you know, I- I'm not sure we know the whole story. <laughs> so right, right. Sometimes I think the deputy mayor did resign. Yeah, yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was the one actually, in essence, violated the policy. I do think he asked the question and then got results, so he benefited from it. But he, I mean, he technically broke it, but, you know, the deputy mayor really broke it. So I don't know. Um, my sense is no. Yeah. I don't think he will. Um, I mean, you can't get, you can't keep changing out. Right, because, yeah, we were saying that. The switch just happened about a year ago. So this guy hasn't even been no, here but you, all that long. you do have the grade issue, you know, the, the graduation issue that came up, you know, a few weeks ago. Um, Which was what? Baloo High School with, um, where they said, you know, a certain percentage of students um, who had graduated did not have, did not oh, meet yeah, the standards. Yeah. Okay, So that, you had that controversy. Is he tainted with that? I don't know if he, he's been here long enough. So I don't know. There's a lot of, I'm sure, inside politics that we're unaware of. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to make the point. So I made that point in the newsroom. Right. And saying we need to sometimes think of these stories differently. We're so focused on should he resign, shouldn't he resign. And also, I think, focusing on the story about the school system right. translates better to Montgomery County, Loudoun County, um you know some of these other counties that we serve as a TV station. Sometimes we get too myopic on the story. Right. And if I'm in Montgomery County, I'm like, I don't care. I don't have to worry about a lottery. So I think we have to give more context to some of the stories that we tell. Yeah, that what's actually going on in the school system. Yeah. Um, some of the other things that you've been tweeting about over the past week. So you know, here in D.C., of course, we're getting ready to have a pretty big march on Washington um, with students yes. and teachers uh, doing walkouts in protest and for more gun control regulations. So um, I'm curious to find out what your take is on this. Are you for teachers and students walking out? I'm for protest. I believe people should have the right to protest. My concern is, A, walking out during school. Um, I have this whole theory that there's a lot of fake outrage out there. Oh, yeah. I and, agree and by no means that. do I am I suggesting that anything related to the, the Parkland shooting that, that students and, and teachers and parents and society in general shouldn't be outraged that 17 children lost their lives because we absolutely, as a country and as individuals, we should be. The question is, what do we do about it? Yeah. So my concern is that the media in general doesn't understand gun control, gun laws. So, so for example, you just said it yourself. They're protest. They're marching for more gun control or better gun control. Yes. What's gun control? Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you my 
opinion you want me to yeah, No, I, well, I was rhetorical, but yes, you go know, ahead. Here, like, look, okay, post-Vegas, right, there was this big thing of let's, you know, ban bump stocks, right? Okay, that got, that proposal got up, you know, was put into Congress, never went anywhere, right? So, you, so bump stocks are still legal. And I think, you know, the frustration is, in my opinion, the resolution is, Gun ownership shouldn't start till you're 21. I don't know why totally, you can't totally disagree, drink. You know, if you can't drink till you're 21, I don't know how you should own a gun at 18. So then you, shouldn't be able, then you shouldn't be able to serve in the military till you're 21. Well, um, I don't. But that I feel like is a job. If you're in the military, if you're going somewhere post 18, right? I mean, what else are you going to do if you can't serve? And let's say your parents don't have money. You can't so get an education. What, so like, that's more of an option, I so think, So what if you're people. a police officer at 20? You think they could carry a gun, but then can't have one in their home? Yeah, but they're going through tr- actual training. Okay. Getting a background check, fine, but you're not actually getting training to use that weapon. Is my thing. I mean, I think you got to raise the gun age. I think bump stocks should be banned. I think that, you know, the problem isn't, you and I were talking about this, most states and any law-abiding resident, you're going through a mandatory background check. Correct. But... The problem is, it really isn't that. It's more gun owner to gun owner sales. There's no way they really track that. And then the other thing that's shitty that we've seen over the past couple of years is a lot of these people, fall, they do have mental health issues, and they go unregistered. The FBI isn't communicating with local law enforcement. Yada, yeah, yada. Listen, you I, don't have a way to I, track I, I them. Agree, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. But what, And, I mean, I could go on and on. But the other thing I have a major issue with, too, is the N- the NRA is a business, and it should be allowed to be a business, but they should not be allowed to give as much money as they give to Republicans and Democrats, both sides, all these people, from the Clintons to everybody. Democrat and Republican take so much money from the NRA when they run these campaigns. It is crazy. That is, I think that's a major issue. When the NRA is already grandfathered in by Second Amendment. It's not like the beat industry. Yeah, but, okay, so, but then where does this, where do you stop? So if the NRA is not allowed to, is Planned Parenthood allowed to do it? Is, are other issue-based organizations and lobbying firms? How come the teachers' unions are allowed to give hundreds of millions of dollars to political candidates and you're going to tell the NRA they can't? Because I... No. See, you can't have that slippery slope. What you need to do, uh, a few things real quick. I think, I agree with you, uh, there should be more serious background checks on any purchase. Okay? Yeah. Okay? I'm a gun owner. I'm a, uh, you know, when you buy in Maryland, trust me, it's extensive. Okay? There's a seven-day waiting period. There's, I'm talking about handguns now. The problem is, Maryland banned, banned assault weapons years ago. Okay? So an assault weapon is what, AR-15? No, see, well, if you start getting into the technical definition of certain weapons, all assault w- weapons, and there's, there's different things that determine definitions of what makes assault weapon, but an AR-15, per se, um, might not qualify as an assault weapon. So to me, you shouldn't be able to walk into a gun store and buy that type of gun without a more in-depth background check. So I agree with that. You shouldn't be able to walk in the same day, walk out, right? To me, it should be the same process as a handgun, whether it's a rifle, it shouldn't matter, okay? So I would say, my suggestion would be apply the same laws that you have for handguns to these other weapons and 
I think you'd solve a lot of the problems. Yeah. Then you're right. The mental health issue, you have other, um, you know, there's other things you could, you know, we could debate the age. Certainly maybe 18 is too young. Is 20 okay? I mean, we could debate that. I mean, but then you've got the guy in Vegas who, you know, older guy in his 60s, I mean, may have had mental health issues but never was really that treated for them that I recall. My reading. problem is, and I know people, oh, look what's happening in Chicago. That's, you know, you know, you know, certain people um, who are serious pro-gun, pro-Second Amendment, they'll say, as a defense mechanism, they'll say, well, everyone's getting killed in Chicago. Well, okay, but I will say the outrage seems to only be when we have a horrific incident like this and not when Baltimore has five, six, seven hundred people killed in a year. Yeah, and the, I agree with listen, that. the same week, the same week, the weekend after the shooting at Parkland happened, six people were shot in D.C. Right, right, by illegal weapons. I'm guessing. So I think there just needs to be a, everyone needs to calm down, and let's focus on some solutions. Now I will say, if if Republicans, including President Trump, don't do something. Then they should be voted out. I, listen, I'm, I believe it's at the point yeah, now. Yeah, I agree. We have to do something. And everyone would say, well, you're just going to make another law. The government needs to follow the current law. Okay, fine. You know, sometimes you just need something done to feel better. Right. And listen, right. hopefully it'll stop the next one. Right. Or at least pause, you know, make the next person think about it or not get that weapon. But... Um, Listen, it's a tough issue, and there's a lot of emotion on it. Yeah, but I also think a lot of the politics comes immediately out, and then you have you have Second Amendment, you know, gun owners. They're worried that it is a slippery slope, and that's real. We've seen that before with other things. Well, you can't have that weapon, and then you have to do this, and then you have to do that. Well, let's go get the other illegal guns off the street. I mean, it's so hard, but it is like, oh, my God, something has to happen. I agree. You yeah, know, because it's, uh, it's just crazy, you know, because other countries, it, it's just shocking. You know, you I was I was telling you I was in Philadelphia over the weekend and two one guy that we were hanging out with was Italian and the other guy was British. So they were just talking about how they're in their countries like you just never hear of, you know, six people being shot. You know, maybe you've got like one. Obviously, they have gangs and they have you know illegal guns. So once in a while, you've got one or two people killed involved in drug violence or whatever. But it's just it's like a me. I can't imagine living in a society where you really don't have to think about that as much. Because here, it's just like you just never know. Yeah. So there is there's definitely something different. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But listen, I'm. I think the drinking age should be 18 or 19. I don't understand 21. Right. I just think you know. That's a whole other subject, but I mean, yeah. Well, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to know what the answer is, but um, but hopefully, you know, a lot of people are saying that it feels different this time post Parkland. I don't know how you feel about that, but hopefully, something does change. Yeah, I will say though, I, I do. It does feel different, but I'm just hoping it's not all political. And that right. he get to, so President Trump said over the weekend that he's going to sit down with the students on Wednesday, and he also said that through a spokesperson that he's willing to look at a more in-depth background check process. Right? He won't get any credit for that in the media. He'll get zero. Right. He just will. So you know that's where I think sometimes um, 
the so-called fake political outrage right. has taken over this country. No matter what, someone's outraged about something, and even if it's even if it's benefiting them to some degree, or even if it's moving more toward their position, right? They're still they they still have to have outrage because they're just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the fake outrage is crazy. Oh, and so... we basically say all this to say, the original question we were, I was asking you is, what do you think that you know student-teacher walkouts are effective? And then we sort of got into our yeah. own plans. about, but, uh, but that's happening March 17th and I believe the 23rd or the 28th here in D.C. They're planning some you know, protests. I don't know if they'll be impactful, but I think it would be an interesting sight if teachers across the country Listen, did th- walk out. You know, if as long as they're doing it for the right reasons, I, I'm all for it. Right. You know, and, um, you know, I think they should stay in school. But, um, okay, but, you know, if they're yeah. out for 17 minutes, is that really going to hurt anybody? No. And if the media, which they will be talking about, is showing it on television, it keeps the conversation going. Yeah. You know, at least a month post Shooting, so that's good, right? But listen, I, I, you know, I, I think protesting is a right, and I think yeah. students in high school, you know, have a right to do that. Best uh, time to do it because then you have a job. And correct. Then, <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm protesting. I'm out of this podcast. No. <laughs> That'll be like the last one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Did you see Black Panther over the weekend? I did. So, and I didn't realize this until, you know, this is truly Twitter to the microphone, because now, of course, I follow all, all right. your tweets. But you're a big Marvel guy, right? I am. So well, I know DC nothing Mar- about Marvel. Well, DC and Marvel. I love both of them. What did you think of the film? Loved it. Absolutely, absolutely loved it. I loved the context, the writing, the tone, the acting, the historical references to society. Um... I didn't even know Black Panther was a comic, so I was like, <laughs> so I was like oh, okay. It, it was, um, so Kevin McCarthy, who's our entertainment yes. reporter, him and I, we'll, we'll go back and forth a little bit. We were pretty close on our rate. Our, so the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the most 18 recent films. Okay. So without getting into all that, but uh, I ranked it fourth. He ranked it fifth out of all of them. And wait, who were your top five? Uh, well, Civil War. Oh, I absolutely love Civil War. Okay, the and what was that one? Batman versus Superman? No, that was the. Um, no, no, you just shifted <laughs> DC Comics. Come on, so, like stay with uh, Marvel. Uh, okay, I don't even. That was you know the the groups of Avengers fighting. It was oh, really a Captain. Okay, they yeah, all get yeah. together. Okay, uh, sure. Winter Soldier, which was related to Captain uh, Captain America. Okay, that was number uh, two for you. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was three, which okay. I absolutely love, and then I think I had. Black Panther fourth. Okay, yeah, I've never seen yeah. any of those. So it was great. It was terrific. All right, I got to get on my Marvel. I think Michael B. Jordan should get nominated for a supporting actor for for it. Those movies tend to yeah. never get nominated for the big awards, the Oscars, and so forth. But he he was terrific. He he was, he was All right. really good. I gotta go, and I have heard that even if you're not a Marvel fan, this one sort of uh, stands on its yeah, own. Yeah, it's they, they explain it well. They give you the history of how he became the Black Panther and. The history of oh good because I don't have a clue Wakanda, which is the country obviously. So <laughs> I didn't yeah. know anything about that. That was great, loved it, absolutely. Loved I thought it. Wakanda was the character, so I had to like learn that it was like that. You need to move your pop culture off the Kardashians and Chelsea Handler. No, they're so good. I love all that. It's so great. Speaking of which, how bad was Fergie? Oh my God, for national anthem, it was pretty bad. But that did get me down the rabbit hole of some of the worst. Um, 
national anthems of all time, which I have to say, Carl Lewis was hysterical. Carlos was pretty bad. I mean, Roseanne, you can't even listen. Roseanne, you can't even, yeah. It's terrible. All in all, I actually didn't think, once you start watching people's horrible renditions, I didn't think Fergie's was that bad. No, but... Did you? But she is a singer. <laughs> like, okay, like Carlos. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it might be the worst rendition of someone who actually thinks they're a singer, right? Or who's made money as that's a singer. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You're right because Rose, obviously Roseanne. I mean, I don't even know how they, uh, why they even picked her at that baseball game to sing I mean, it. Fergie's hosting a singing competition for our network. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. Was, oh my god. Yeah, not not a. Not oh, a, I totally forgot. Did you see the at the NBA players? They couldn't. St- they were like trying to He's hold it in from laughing. How hysterical! Bad it really was. Draymond Green, Jimmy Kimmel, when oh. they panned to their faces in the audience, it was a riot. I just always want to know, like, do you think that that was lack of preparation? Like, she just didn't really prepare, or do you? Because the national anthem is a hard song to sing. Like. And I don't know why people insist I'm not on... I'm a huge Fergie fan. I mean, obviously, you know, when she was with the Black Eyed Peas, I don't think she was the best vocalist, right? <laughs> right. I mean, she was, she, was, she was okay, but she was more for the dancing and the other part of the role she played with that, with that band or that group. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think Will I though. Am was the genius. It was, pretty bad. it was pretty bad, though. Have you been watching the Olympics? Honestly, not really. I know, me neither. It's it's boring. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and not because I work for Fox, because <laughs> I do watch the Super Bowl on another network. Uh, no, it's just boring. Like, I think, I, like, I have my theories on it. I think, you know, it's it, the whole excitement of the, the Olympics is kind of just waning over the years. Yeah, you it's know, not You have professionals. You know, even the, yeah. the snowboarders, they're making millions and millions of dollars on X Games and endorsements and this, that. And I, I just don't – it doesn't have that that feel for me that it, that it used to. Um, I was a little down. I'm down on the U.S. Olympic Committee and the gymnastics yes. over, over the whole, you know, Nasser, Dr. Nasser. Um, horrific story so uh, I'm just down on those types of organizations like I just think they're in it for the money and um, yeah, did you see by the way real sports they did that in-depth um, I expose I, on, lo- I love that show it's uh, so good yeah. basically exactly what you're saying that the Olympic Committee you know has hundreds of millions of dollars in this reserve that they really don't spend on athletes and of course like the Sean Whites and the bigger names they have millions of dollars in endorsements but any of the second and third players like these people are basically putting up GoFundMe's they have to work a nine-to-five job, then they train for the Olympics, and we're like the only country in the Olympic, you know, group that basically doesn't help supplement um, their athletes. Yeah. Or if we do, it's like twenty-five hundred dollars a year or some crazy low thing. So I'm like, holy shit! Like I can't even. I don't even want to support. The ratings are way down. They're down like twenty-something percent nationwide versus four years ago. There's also not. not we're not doing well. I mean, I, yeah, think, right. I think we That's only have 12 point. medals right now. Um, we're just, you know. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I was just reading, too, about the Russian. You know, they're competing under that OAR. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're not there. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, so, the, I mean, the, the, the Russian, the Russian who won there. curling. He, 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 doping. He, he got caught doping. I mean, what are we, like... See, that's the stuff, don't you think, that just makes it a joke? Like, the Russians are banned. Then they're now allowed to compete under the Olympic flag. But I can kind of understand that because should you punish? Yeah, you should. 
like you the think whole you should country. punish the Absolutely. citizens? Sorry, you're from that country. That's what this is about. Go go compete and oh, go tough. go go compete in the World Cup. Go compete somewhere else. I'm sorry. Right? That's rough. <laughs> okay, it's rough, but that's life. I mean, because, you know, the citizens there, I'm sure, like, a lot of Russian citizens disagree with everything that's going on, but, I mean, you know you can't speak up there. So it's it sucks to punish them, but then send them, and you're right, there's all this doping, curling controversy again. So so if we have an if you have an a, a, an illegal player in the NCAs or or a school violates certain NCAA policies they wipe out all the wins for you know those years going back that's not fair to those players or they can't or they have a four or five year bowl uh they're banned from bowls that hurts all the players your country violated anti-doping rules had this entire process to avoid it so you know what Move to another country. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably was that easy. Well, okay, then too we bad. We don't want them. We don't want any immigrants. Like that's Here's a whole nother. You don't know who's clean, right? You don't know. Well, I would think where there is so much money in Olympics that they could also figure out yeah. a ongoing. By the way, I want to know what doping does to a curler. Uh, that's a great question. Yeah, that is a really What's good the question. science behind that. I have no clue. Like, what was did was you... he a sweeper or was he the actual? <laughs> you know, like... that's a great question. What was the? Did you even? I, I didn't read the I, I details. Really, yeah, yeah me neither. No, so I don't know what they tested positive I. for. Maybe yeah. it was just like Adderall. Yeah, it could have been something. Stay more focused on that little know. curling thing. Anyway, um, Patrick, this is our first podcast. It is. A, I ask you this every time, and you know you're now becoming infamous for your tweets. So Lord knows you better know your Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I do know it now. Okay, so you guys need to follow Patrick um, on Twitter. What's your at Patrick GM Fox Five. DC. Awesome. Um, so more to come because we're working on a Facebook group because we really want your input. We know you guys watch Fox, um, and it's really your opportunity. Yeah, also, let us know what what topics might yeah. interest you, and if there's anything you want us to touch on, um, would be great. Are you going to talk some inside baseball in the yeah? Uh, to, I will to a certain degree. I mean, a certain thing. Oh. You know, as you know, I you know, what certainly would have to avoid, but. Hmm. Uh, I, you know, listen, I put myself out there, and you know, I I hear from my wife. Just she's like, "You're gonna get in trouble tweeting." And I'm like, "Probably, I will." <laughs> no, I, you'll be fine. No. We could have her on the podcast. Oh, that could be good. <laughs> we totally. No, we'll definitely do a phone in. I'll be out of it because she'll just take it. I be, can't wait. She'll just take it. Your over. wife is a spitfire. I love that. So yeah, no. So we'll see, and and maybe no one cares. One hoot what I uh, have to say, but I don't care. Maybe we'll have one listener. That's one fine. Fan. Hey, you know what? It's more than <laughs> it I have now. Starts with one. It starts with one. Um, you guys, thank you for listening and downloading the podcast. You can get more podcasts on iTunes when you search Fox 5. I'm at HeyFrage on uh, Twitter, and we'll have more to come next week. Sounds great. Thanks, Patrick. Bye.